still on my tongue. <laughs> That's so gross. We just had some delicious pineapple Fanta. Fanta, Fanta. If you didn't know, they have pineapple and mango now. I didn't know, except for I was in Florida on vacation for like a minute. <laughs> and, uh, the pineapple is very bad. The pineapple is great. It tastes exactly like pineapple. That's why Haley doesn't like it. I'm like trying to scrape it off my tongue, but it won't come off. <laughs> so if that's the kind of soda experience you like, yeah, I do. Go for it. Uh, the mango is also very good, but they don't sell the mango here because we're not in Florida. I hate when I go to new states and I learn they have delicious things that they won't give me. Yeah. You know? It's like, that's not fair. Why are you like this? I guess. The only examples I can think of are like the East Coast calls their mayonnaise something different. Oh, that's not... It's not different, though. It's It's the same mayonnaise. I wonder. I wonder if it's different. It's not. It shouldn't be. No. It's it's like Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. It's the same thing. It's just they decided for whatever reason we'd like the word Carl's Jr. better. Instead of Hardee's. I mean, I do like it better, but only because I'm used to it. Like this. So, whatever. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I guess it's hysterical history. Woo! A funny comedy history podcast with me, Alexis. And that's it. No. Nope. Also me, <laughs> Haley. Here we go. <laughs> um, and welcome. We got another review that said that we weren't funny, which, you know, like... Whatever. But also that we weren't history. Yeah, which I'm like, we have to be one or the other. <laughs> I get maybe, maybe not. They said that they got like an hour in and there was no history, and I'm like, that's that can't be true. That's not true. That's patently false. <laughs> we do get to it eventually, mm-hmm. and definitely within an hour. Most of our episodes aren't are like just over an hour, yeah. you know, like somewhere between ten and forty five minutes over an hour. So it's like uh, we definitely got there. I see your hyperbolic statement. And I say, shame. We should do an episode that it takes an hour to get to the history. <laughs> Just for you. Just for you. Person who will never listen to us again. <laughs> Reviewer. So uh, thanks again to all of you who do listen to us, do think we're funny, and that we're history. And um, if you could uh, go give us a review on iTunes to <laughs> combat the negativity, we'd appreciate it so much. Great. We love you. Although we love all honest feedback. Yeah, but um, that's not honest. It's uh, the it history is. happened. It's it, just not what they expected. It is a lie. <laughs> I'm totally okay if people don't like us, but when they say that there's no history in an hour, that's just not true. That's that just ain't true. <laughs> so first, we need to read this email that brings me much shame. Oh, your francophile shame. Yeah. Um, which I don't want to say like. I, I appreciate the email. I do. It just oh, yeah. it like, makes me sad. If if any of you like hear something that we do on the podcast and you're like, oh, I know the answer to that. Yes, please tell us. Oh, we love that. That's great. That's the kind of engagement we want. Right. Like Gami told us about starch and what to use with starch. And I'm like, that makes so much more sense than yeah. it's just like for clothes, <laughs> like that it was for wigs. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, ah, yes, of course. Um, and this one, I'm just I'm just sad because it's so easy to figure out if you just if you know any French, <laughs> and you just think about it for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't do that. We we usually don't when we're no, recording. It's, it's hard when you're like in it mm-hmm. um, because you're so focused on like the story yeah. that I can't really think outside of it. Like I'm very focused on like my script, yeah, and like. What I'm doing. Yeah, there's an aspect of, like, public speaking to it. Yeah, that you you don't have a lot of time for, like, contemplative thought. Mm -hmm. Because it'll pull you out of the the thing, the story. Uh, So then you just, 
suck at it. So what is the, the email? What so Rebecca, whose emails before, she's lovely. Hey, Rebecca. She sent us an email that mm-hmm. says, hey, ladies, I enjoyed your episode on Nostradamus and thought I'd fill in your question about the last name Nostradam. Um, so that's that she's telling us what the last name is because we were like, you asked me what it was and I said I didn't know. Okay. And I tried to Google it and it didn't work. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm pretty sure. And uh, but she says, no, uh, Nostra is the is old like our mother, our lady, our lady. Yeah, got it. Because Nostra is the old French of Notre, which mm-hmm. is our, and then uh, that's why it's Notre Dame, it's our lady, right? Mm-hmm. Like the hunchback of Notre Dame, which also should have made it, yeah. Obvious. Like as soon as uh, you put it as like, oh, it's words, I'm like, oh, Nostra is oh, a word yeah. in several uh, Latin right. languages, of course, it is. And, Notre uh, Dame is a place and, named. For a thing. Dom is Words. like dame. It's mm-hmm. lady or mother or something. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, it's, and then it says, literally, the last name Notre Dame or Notre Dame uh, would translate as Our Lady, uh, which, you know, in, it says, in Catholicism, as you likely know, this is a reference to Mary. So basically... Uh, literally the Jewish guy converted to Catholicism <laughs> and decided he needed the most Catholic name possible. Amazing. Uh, probably to prove that he was committed to being a real Catholic, so he changed his name to Our Lady. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's as much as you can do without sewing on a foreskin. <laughs> yeah. And getting a tattoo of a cross on your forehead, yeah. so... There you go. And she said, keep up the great work, Rebecca. So she still thinks we're doing well, even though, Yay. A, like, very unimpressed, you know, as a Francophile and someone who took French for two years. Um, I can't figure it out. Every now and then our medieval French uh, slips and is not quite up to mm-hmm. par. We apologize. Yeah, I, I feel like if there wasn't the S in there, I could have figured it out better. Mm-hmm. I do think the S was the problem. Because mm. it's not Nostre. It's Notre. Like it, and so with the S, it doesn't even look like it. Yeah. It looks weird. But excuses. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Rebecca, for telling us. And it just makes me, I sent her, you know, an email back, but I basically just said it just makes us, like, love his grandparents even more, like his granddad. <laughs> yeah. Because that was one of his granddads was like, I'm going to have the most Catholic name you could have. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> Tell me I'm not Catholic. Yeah. Prove it. Have you seen my name? <laughs> have you seen my name? <laughs> God gave this name to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God did. But yeah, anytime mm. you guys know more about something than we do, please email us and tell yeah. us. Because this isn't, never are we trying to say, like, I know the most about this topic ever. Because we no. don't. We've never done a paper on this topic. We've probably never taken a class on this topic. We just researched it for like a week or two. And here it is. Here it is. We're, and it's, we're generalists. Yeah, and we're we're specifically shooting to educate people who had no idea it was even a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not supposed to be in depth. Maybe that's why the person thought we didn't get to the history. But um, it's not history unless uh, you have to get a PhD to know it. Well, and a lot I know a lot of people who listen to history podcasts. Like we we have a kind of detriment in that category because those most of those people are looking for something like very in depth Mm -hmm. they want to know every single fact about every single thing and that's just not what we're here for com we are in a comedy is the first genre that we're Mm -hmm. in and history is second yes and like 
the problem with that for me is like I just don't care about every detail. Like mm-hmm. I just told Haley for this episode that I had a couple more like sources to read, but I've read the same information so many times that I'm like <laughs> I can't read it anymore. This isn't for a research paper. No, it's just for fun. I get it, and now I'm done. So here we go. <laughs> um, so this week we're talking about a, a history that I don't, I didn't know anything about before this, basically at all. Mm-hmm. Because despite the fact that I took an East Asian history class, uh-huh. we never talked about Korea. Yeah. Not as an entity. Like it was like China or Japan owns it. So it's China or Japan. So we're just going to talk about China or Japan. It is really weird the lack of general history American schools have on Korea or Japan. Right. Especially because we've had pretty major (laughs) wars with both of them. Yeah. Like, I can understand, like, if maybe we don't have, like, a lot of stuff on, like, China. uh, Because, you know, we've never explicitly been in a war with them sure or like uh it is weird to me that we don't have more on vietnam but our war is so embarrassing that perhaps we avoid it for that reason yeah but yeah we we don't know almost anything about korea despite (laughs) the fact that we have a war called the korean war uh and like and that that's what made the koreas the way they are today Mm mm-hmm uh, South Korea being ours, and <laughs> North Korea but being Russia. Even in a specialty class, they're like, we're not really going to talk about Korea. No, yeah. My, I mean, it's not like a super specialized class, because I did take a class that was just China. Mm. So it could get more specific. Yeah. But um, out of, if you if you look at East Asia, literally the only things involved in East Asia are China, Japan, and Korea. And we just like <laughs> took a third of that out. They were just like, don't worry about it. We said East Asia just because... Because uh... we want to do China and Japan. Yeah. Because they have a lot of history together. And obviously they have a lot of history with Korea, but once again... It's usually being owned by someone. So, sorry, Korea. <laughs> sorry. But I learned so much about you today. Or not today, but, you know, in, was that your phone making sound? No. Uh-huh. Not, not at all. I bet they didn't even hear it. Mm, too bad. <laughs> I bet they didn't even hear you it. You always shame me about mine. I turn mine off. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to talk about Korea. Um, I learned a lot about Korea, and not only about Korea, but, like, how it fits in with, like, other things I know about history and, like, you know, makes the map make sense. The whole, mm-hmm. if I put the puzzle piece in that was Korea, and then now I'm like, oh. I love when that happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same, like, kind of when I, like, I talked about um, when we connected, you know, Charles, who's made of glass, to Joan of Arc. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. everything makes sense now. I understand. Oh. I like, see eternity. It's like when you <laughs> know all the pieces, it all makes sense. <laughs> Which probably sounds kind of dumb, um, you know, being us being historians, <laughs> that we should maybe know those things already. But um, it like, is very exciting. Yeah, it is. Well, and when I and when I did that episode about Charles being made of glass, like other people who listened to our podcast were like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize!" And I was like, <laughs> "Awesome, right? <laughs> it's not just me." I'm like, "Look at it's hard to keep track of all the Charleses yeah. and the Henrys. They're all this. They all look the exact same." Right. And they all use Roman numerals. It's too much. It's terrible. This is too much. If they wanted to be known, they would have picked a different name. They should have tried harder. Also, I apologize in advance for mispronouncing everyone's name. Okay. <laughs> so, on October 19th, 1851. Okay. Min Chi and his unnamed wife have mm. a baby girl. Okay. She also doesn't have a name. Mm. 
Women's names, mm. not important. No one knows women. <laughs> Whatever. They're probably not important. Not important. Originally. And she's from the Min family, which is why her father's name is Min Chi-Rock. His last name is first. And so she becomes known as Queen Min. Okay. That's like if I was Queen Lord, which would be awesome. Oh, oh yeah. And her dad was a government official, and she's in like a pretty aristocratic family. But uh, she becomes an orphan when she's eight. Her parents both die. Oh, both at once? Uh, I guess so. That's too bad. I don't know if at once. We don't even know her mom's name, so we definitely don't know how she died. Very Disney princess of her. I know, right? Yeah. Um, And, like, we don't actually even know how her parents died. Because, like, it's, like, her pre-queen life. No one cares. No one cares. And she's, like, eight. She don't remember. How Mm -hmm. does she know? Um, But that's a good thing for uh, our buddy... Taiwan gun or Daiwan gun, depending. Uh, they they kind of use T's and D's interchangeably because mm-hmm. they, they basically make the same sound. It's so close. So it's really close. I will just say whichever one is written, which is most likely going to be Taiwan gun, but it might be Daiwan gun. The same dude, though. So he is looking for a bride for his son. Okay. His son's 15. He's shopping. Yeah, his son's 15. So, like, in not too long, he's going to be king. Mm-hmm. And he's got to find a lady that he thinks is appropriate for his son. So the the king of what now? Of Korea. Of Korea. Yeah. And he's just shopping around. Yeah. Okay. Just like you're supposed to, you know, yeah. like when your kid's coming of age. And like any European monarch would do or any monarch anywhere. I am curious that he's uh, shopping in the orphanage and not like <laughs> neighboring kingdoms or something. Well, um, he is... Looking at ladies, and he's specifically looking for, uh, I have a quote that says, a girl without many relatives who would be seeking favor at court and be inclined toward corruption. Okay, cool. He wants somebody... um, Moldable. Yes, weak, controllable. Mm -hmm. Um, He just wants to still be in charge. With, uh, like, no family that's going to argue. Yes. About for her benefits. Right. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I mean, of course, he's going to go right for the orphanage. Like, <laughs> do you have any orphans? Yeah. So. Any, um, any weak orphans? He's, like, shopping around, and he's like, this girl has too much family. That girl's too smart. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And his wife is like, hey, there's this little girl in my family mm-hmm. who's an orphan. Whose parents were, like, cool, but now they're dead. Yeah. So, and she doesn't really, she has no siblings, nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has nothing. And he's, like, great. (laughs) I love it. Gutter girl, perfect. Yeah, it says his wife describes men persuasively. Orphaned, beautiful of face, healthy in body, level of education on the level of the highest nobles in the country. (laughs) She has nothing and, like, she has good hair. Yeah, she's pretty. She's, like, healthy. No worms. No. No. She knows what she's supposed to, but not any more than that. Mm -hmm. And um, no parents. No parents. I love that orphaned is the first word. Yeah. (laughs) That he's, like, she knows what he wants to hear. He's, like, oh, sorry, what? I need a forsaken child. (laughs) Perfect. But Taiwan Gun is the one who makes the choice, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, it's going to be Min because, duh. Mm-hmm. And so she gets to court and then, like, meets um, future king uh, Gojong or Gojong. And um, 
they they're into each other. It's cool. Cool. I mean, once again, he's like a 15 year old boy, and she's like a 16 year old girl. So. And she's like hot. So. Yeah, she's pretty, and mm-hmm. he's like great. <laughs> awesome. I like her. <laughs> 16 year old boys have really low standards yeah so they're they're not yeah it's not and it's not about uh you know and this the whole point of this too like he knows also that it's not about like them falling in love like right there you just need someone to rule with you he's just like oh i was really hoping she'd be hot and she is right like i'm assuming he's seen his parents relationship and they're probably not like super in love mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like yeah i get it whatever uh, but yeah, she's beautiful and from a good family, but they're not around anymore, so it's great. So they get married, and I guess I just read a second ago, and that was, I, like, I had to read the whole rest of that article just because it had this one sentence in it that I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she, during their wedding, her like wig that they wear is so big and heavy that she had to have a tall noblewoman stand and hold it up behind her. <laughs> good. While she was getting married. That's, that's how you know it's a good wig. Also, apparently right after you get married, they do, like, I, I think this is just for royal people in Korea. Uh, probably not. Any, I mean, they don't have royalty anymore. But uh, maybe they do, but they're not in charge. I don't know. <laughs> not like uh, not very like official. real royalty. Yeah. But so uh, they... But right after, they go through, like, your family ancestry, basically, and just, like, read it. Oh, yeah. Your, your pedigree. <laughs> and they're like, and I'm like, that's just like, hey, you remember your relatives are dead? <laughs> they get to her, and it's like, literally no one. Remember you don't have parents or My dad's like, hell siblings. yeah. I did that. I did that. Goes like, yeah. I did that. You're welcome, Korea. That was me. Uh, I have it's a like quote. Thirty minutes. We don't have to sit through. <laughs> You're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. it's like in the Bible when there's like this person begat this person. There's uh, nothing. The freaking begat. It's like Minchi Rot begat Min. Done. Done. And now we can go eat at the buffet. Finally. You're welcome. I'm dying for some. Aren't, uh, weren't you soup hungry? Dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> Are those Korean? I mean, they got. They probably got. They dumplings. probably have dumplings. Everyone has dumplings. That's true. In in East Asia, at least. <laughs> um. I have a quote that says she was very modest, very frugal, frugal, and had no time for frivolity, extravagance, or the usual social gatherings with their gossiping elites and trivial chatter. Oh. So normally, queens are like having tea parties and yeah. like chit-chatting and shopping, mm-hmm. you know. Playing uh, the social game. Ladies be shopping, but not men. Min is entirely uninterested. I had a quote, or I read something that said Min was reading books that were reserved for men. (laughs) And it gave you a list of books, but none of them sounded very interesting, so I didn't write it down. (laughs) But, like, specifically books that you're basically not supposed to read if you're a woman. She's Mm -hmm. like, gimme. I'll Um, read them. Yeah. And she's just, like, more interested in government than anything else. Mm -hmm. So, uh, oops. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Not the best for Taiwan uh, gun, baby. You picked the wrong forsaken child. Yeah, you thought she was perfect, and now she's, like, really smart and also doesn't want to do anything queenly at all. <laughs> Min's going to forsake you. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> like, there's a there was a British traveler named Isabella Bird Bishop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so British. And she, she met with Queen Min and... Uh, was noted of saying her eyes were cold and keen and the general impression one of brilliant intelligence. <laughs> she ain't got time for you. She's like, she's so smart and aware. <laughs> I'm like, that's bad. 
<laughs> for what dad was hoping for. Uh, uh, and the time when she becomes queen, uh, it's pretty tense, mm-hmm. which I don't know if there's a Korean time when it's not tense, really. Uh, I guess just when they've been ruled by the same person for a while and the other guy doesn't really care. Yeah. You know? Like, when when Japan's really isolationist, they're probably fine, because then it's just, like, China's in charge, and they're like, whatever. Sure. But um, not right now. Not now. Because, um, you know, America went and knocked on Japan's borders and was like, open up! And they were like, no. And they're like, we'll kill you. And they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. And, like, England's all up in their thing. Right. I actually, hold on. The Dutch have been in their thing, and it's a a busy time. Yeah. I have a map, or I had a map, hold on, of, like, what it looks like right now. Mm -hmm. And so, basically, like, Japan over there, China's all big. Tibet is huge, (laughs) which is weird. Um, But, like, the British are in India. France is in Indochina, which isn't a place anymore, but you know where it is. And yeah. um, use so, context clues. You'll figure it out. And then Russia's up there. So, like, there's lots of people yeah. uh, all around in their business. Fun. If you go high up north, there's tigers and bears. Yeah. It's a great time. It's terrible. <laughs> a terrible place. Um, and this is when Japan starts getting imperial. Once, mm-hmm. once America opens up the door, Japan's like, hey, we can leave and, like, take people. <laughs> we could like, do... Take people. Oh, what a soft way of saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) the thing about Japan, too, is they're, like, really good at it. Yeah. Whenever Japan, like, sets its mind to stuff, it tends to be really good at it. Anything that involves military, they're really good at military, kind of always. I mean, they're also very good at, like, making things cute. Yeah. And making, like, phones and cars. It's true. They, yeah, they took they took all of that imperial energy from the past and they <laughs> put all of it into Hello Kitty. It's done really <laughs> well for them. And you see how well it's done. It's taken over the world. The world is theirs <laughs> yeah. now. They just use their imperialism with anime and Hello Kitty and <laughs> it worked. It's and true. And Nintendo. And Nintendo. And wow. Someone from Japan is your god and it's probably Mario. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so basically, Japan's all up in Korea's business. Mm. They're they're like now that we have we're decided to not be closed off entirely to the world. We which they do periodically throughout yeah. their history. They'll just be like, you know what? We're not going to talk to anyone else for a hundred years. <laughs> I feel that. I, I I get that totally. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I need to go like party. I need to go to a club. And then all of a sudden they'll open up and they're like, hey, 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 and just like up in everyone's business. <laughs> yeah, and, and then like the next week I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah, ever and then for a hundred more years they don't talk to anyone. For a hundred years I stay in my room. <laughs> like don't. Talk to me. If you knock, I'm not going to answer the door. But so Japan's waking up. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And that's never a good time for Korea. Dragon's awake. Everyone's screwed. Yeah. And so uh, back to our Korean family. So King Gojong doesn't really, like, do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's still, like, a teenager, uh-huh. you know, and he's just, like, hanging out. And his dad is in charge. Yeah. That's, I mean, in general, good idea. Yeah. Uh, Except for his dad kind of sucks. His dad, like, kind of sucks. And we, you, we haven't even talked about anything he's done that's sucky yet, and you already feel like he sucks, just I'm, from the wife picking. He had one job, and he did it very <laughs> bad. And it was so, like, <laughs> gross, the way he's like, I'm going to choose a woman so I can control them. It was gross, and then he still failed. 
Yeah. He hacked up very That's good. That's a good summary of his personality. <laughs> it was gross and he failed. So he's like, I have a quote that says, soon the Taiwan gun realized that he had chosen his daughter-in-law unwisely. Mm. <laughs> he's like, whoops. I, I did it very badly. I don't know what you want me to say. His Her serious program of study concerned him. Prompting him to quip, she evidently aspires to be a doctor of letters. Look out for her. (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) Look at her thinking she's a smarty pants. Oh, doctor of letters. Oh, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a little studious girl. Aww. Aw, isn't that cute? Everyone point and laugh. <laughs> but also then look out for her. Yeah. <laughs> which sounds much more serious. <laughs> um but her her and the king be banging. Uh and they have a baby. Mm-hmm. Wunja. It's W-N-J-A. I don't know how to say that. So Wunja. Mm. Um, but he dies after five days of being alive. Try again. Which, like, that's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. It's like the 1800s, you know, like... It happens. It happens. Um, the good news is you're capable of having children at all. Yeah, you got pregnant and one came out. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's really good. Um, Daiwan yeah. Gun disagrees. Oh. He, I mean, let's see him do it. He's, <laughs> he <laughs> let's says, see your uh, best effort. He says that that clearly means that Queen Min is incapable of having male children because she had a male child and it died immediately. Uh-huh. Okay. It's weird mm-hmm. that it's specifically male children. I mean, that's who you need. No, uh, I know. Is, but yeah. like, he apparently thinks she's perfectly capable of having female children. But I guess male yeah. children are too strong for her body. Yes. So it's too much. He gives King Gojong a concubine, and he says, "Get her pregnant," uh, which he does, mm-hmm. and they have a healthy baby boy. Mm. Uh, That's not good. Her name is Yi, and her son is uh, his name is Wanwa, and he becomes Prince Wanwa. Okay, because they need somebody. But the queen Min, she goes to shamans and talks to them. About the baby, her baby's death, mm-hmm. and blames Taiwan Gun. She thinks he did something to him. Mm, he was on um, purpose. It was an assassination. Yeah, she has them investigate, and they claim that he poisoned the boy with ginseng emetic treatment. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, whether or not that's true, don't know. She could have paid them off. No idea. <laughs> right. Very easily. We're clearly having a feud. Mm-hmm. Um, this is no longer about like the babies. No, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't disbelieve it. Yeah. Once the baby came out and seemed fine, that he was like, hmm, it, it seems that's not going to help me. Within his specialty. Yeah. He's a pretty big douche. So a little, a little weird that he entirely almost got away with it. But she is sad because mm-hmm. her child died. And she's like worried now because Taiwan Gun turned on her immediately mm-hmm. that she's like, he's trying to kick me out of court. Oh, yeah, of course. Because she's smart. (laughs) And so she gathers up as many, like, relatives of hers that she can find and just, like, people who are loyal to her and pulls them in real close. And they become all of her, like, personal advisors. Any position that she can appoint someone to, she's doing it with her people now. Mm, Nice. Like, very specifically, I need these people around me. Courtesan Yi, who Mm has um, Prince Wanwa, he or she uh, is like chilling with her baby, and then Queen Min gets her exiled. Mm, of course, I mean that's what you got to do uh, with 
Taiwan gun at the same time because she gets this guy, Cho, to join her and convince the king that, like, hey, you don't need your dad anymore. You're 22. <laughs> exactly. You're, like, an adult now. Why is he still here? Yeah, you don't need that guy. So they, like, draft a royal credence and get King Gojong to sign it, which he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it not only kicks his dad out of the country, but also his concubine. Wow. Because the concubine was given by the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yi has to move away, and she does, um, and her son dies shortly thereafter. Some people think that that was Queen Min's fault, that the I son mean, died. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, there's no evidence of that, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But uh, also, like, babies just die a lot. So They do, but, like, you can't have him alive. You shouldn't. <laughs> you, you really shouldn't let... <laughs> Uh, a male heir of the king who's not yours uh, live. And in response to this, Taiwan gun sent assassins against Cho, who also fled into exile. Okay. But, you know, served his purpose. We're yeah. done with him. It is fine. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, I also want to let you know, just in general, Taiwan gun, this will, like, make his whole thing make a lot of sense to people who understand it. But uh, he's really into Confucianism. Mm, uh, mm. And if people don't know, Confucianism is like a Chinese thing, and it's all about filial piety. Uh, I actually have a chart up real quick to read to you the relationships, because I can never remember them. There are five relationships in Confucianism. It is ruler to ruled, father to son, husband to wife, elder brother to younger brother, and friend to friend. And all of those, besides the last one, the person whose name comes first is in charge of the other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's supposed to be in a way that, like, like elder brother and younger brother, for example, is supposed to be, like, the older brother is in charge of the younger brother, like, not only in, like, he can kind of tell him what he should do or, like, whatever, but also that, like, if something bad happens to the younger brother, the older brother is at fault, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have helped, and he should have been there and been aware. So it's supposed to be, like, a symbiotic kind of situation. Sure. With just, I think, the general idea that someone has to be kind of, like, the in-charge person. Right. It's like a fealty. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, you know, wife is under husband, obviously, and ruler is above ruled, mm-hmm. obviously, and father is above son. <laughs> so, so Taiwan Gun is supposed to be in charge, according to all of those things, mm-hmm. and supposed to be in charge of men, and now he's not, which is very annoying to him. Yeah. <laughs> so... She gets a whole bunch of people together. They kick him out, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, apparently that same day when they were drafting that uh, credence and, like, sent it to Taiwan Gun, mm-hmm. Min, uh, or I should say somebody, my quote says, likely Queen Min. <laughs> somebody. Somebody uh, had the Taiwan Gun's entrance to the palace brick shut. <laughs> That's so great. Amazing. The door is gone. She cask of amontillado'd him. Like, he wasn't inside, but still, she bricked him out yeah. of, like civilization that's like coming like she changed the locks yep but with <laughs> bricks <laughs> that's so uh that's such a good mood i like it pretty much she's pretty great mm-hmm. so she uh they, so they kick taiwan gun out of the country i think he goes to china because you know he's into confucianism so china but uh she, so she's just like chilling at court with uh her husband now 
And I have a quote that says, although her husband, King Gojong, officially ruled Korea, Queen Min showed greater <laughs> political skill and intelligence than her husband. She had a real power in the royal court, a fact that captured the Daiwan Gun's attention. He had thought Queen Min would prove pliable to his will. That hope had quickly dispelled. Instead of a lamb, he had invited a lion into <laughs> royal court. Surprise. Suck it. That's what happens when you just pick people out of the gutter. <laughs> when you just pick people at random who don't have parents. <sighs> they become Batman. They become the Batman. <laughs> um, so the week after she kicks, uh, you know, the dad and the courtesan out of court, mm-hmm. um, a mysterious explosion and fire uh, <laughs> happens in the queen's sleeping chambers. <laughs> okay. Mysterious. Just kaboom. Um, the queen and her attendants are not hurt. Mm-hmm. But someone did blow up her chambers, so yeah. that's cool. And this was the point I think I told you before that I was studying this, and I kept forgetting what year it was because I have no concept of like oh, yeah. Korean history. <laughs> and it'd be like, and then there was an explosion, like someone blew them up, and I'm like, what? Wait, what year? Is and I'm it? like, oh, it's like 18 something. Got yeah. it. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's the 19th century. I kept thinking yeah. it was like 1400, and they were like, and then it blew them up, and I'm like, what? Then there was a bomb and How? what? <laughs> Scoozy? So that happens. Mm-hmm. Not the coolest thing, but like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. A few days later, though, uh, an anonymous parcel is delivered to the queen's cousin and it explodes. <laughs> what? Killing Come on. him and his mother. Come on. Uh, and Queen Min's like, I'm pretty sure I know who's doing this. <laughs> you know, ah! if I were to give it a thought for like mm, one second, I think I can figure it out. I think I know who's doing it. Uh, but she has no proof. I'm just imagining the the king being like, well, I don't know. She's it's, like, it's your dad. It's really, I don't, but who knows how it got there? But there's no proof. How would? You, how do you know? That's so weird. He doesn't seem like he's specifically <laughs> very interested in his dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of just seems like whoever exerts power over him, he will listen to. <laughs> he, he is exactly what... The dad wanted in a woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. He will listen to whoever says something to him the loudest. So, and that will prove true of not only whoever is around him in court, but also other countries. Oh, my. So, um, she thinks he tried to blow her up, but can't prove it. Oh, well, move on. <laughs> I have another quote that says, in fact, it seemed to many that Queen Min was more interested in state and world affairs than her husband. It, so. it appears. He, yeah. You think? <laughs> he doesn't seem to, like, super care. <laughs> so Korea's, like, hanging out. They're having their own period of isolation, which they also do. This is mm-hmm. a very common trend in East Asian countries, because I think China does that, too. Oh, yeah. For, like, a thousand years. Famously. Yeah. So uh, it's just a thing we all do mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. <laughs> we if, just if, you're no ab- if you're able to have isolationism, then you do it. Totally. Yeah, like a lot of island countries do that too, yeah. or just like countries in general. Like America, the Americas do it. Yeah, for a long time we were like, it's all about us, leave us alone. I don't want to talk to anyone. We don't want to help you with your problems. If you come across that ocean, I'll slap you. We're busy. Not anymore, <laughs> but maybe someday. Yeah. Maybe it, someday we'll we'll shut down for another hundred years. It, it goes in cycles. Yeah. We've only, we're only like 200 some years old. It could happen for yeah, a hundred years again. Yeah. Anyway... But so Korea's isolated right now, and then Japan comes over and goes, knock, 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 just like America did, to them. Hey, <laughs> are you awake? It's time to party. And King Gojong is like, what? 
and Meiji Japan, which is now uh, happening because of mm-hmm. us going in there and showing them we had bigger guns than them, they were like, oh, maybe we should get big guns. Uh-oh. Got to work on our guns. That wasn't fun. Welcome to the gun show. Um, but they come to Seoul, uh, and they demand that the Koreans pay tribute to them. It mm. always helps. You know, when I'm feeling down, I bully someone. I'm like, pay me tribute. Yeah, give me your lunch money, kid, every week. Do it on your knees. And um, Korea's like, uh, we already pay tribute to China. <laughs> Uh, we already we already like doing that did that and they've done so with japan apparently on and off for a while Mm -hmm. um but currently it's off and they're like see we're already paying someone to protect us and like help us yeah so um no we don't want to pay you Mm -hmm. and um you know take it up with china and it says the king contemptuously rejected their demand. Um, I doubt it was him. <laughs> no. Someone was in his ear telling him to do that. Say no. Uh, thanks, Queen Man. But I can't, from what you've told me, I can't imagine that man expressing anything as complex as contemptuous. No, he's like just open, wide eyed. Who wants what? Scared looking all the time to Who? me. What did they want? Right, that he's busy like drawing. He's like, huh? Huh? What? What? And they're like, King, you have to talk to the J- Japanese. And he's like, um. And then Queen Min's like, say no. And he's like, okay. But I'm coloring. And they're like, say, <laughs> just say no to whatever they say. And she's like, oh, hell no. Um, say no. And apparently not only did they say no, but they also made fun of Japan for wearing Western-style clothing. <laughs> yeah. And said they weren't even true Japanese anymore and then deported them. Mm. Bye. You don't look Japanese. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, go away. Are you sure you are from Japan? Which, mm. like, there's nothing worse for, you know, isolated <laughs> countries like Japan than uh-huh. telling them they're not Japanese. Because, yeah. um... Not to stereotype them, but they hate everyone who's not Japanese. It's a, it's an island condition. Yeah. Uh, it's like... England has it. They tend to be xenophobic, and they also tend to be a little bit uh, mm-hmm. racist. Australia doesn't really have it, but that's because they're full of prisoners and criminals, so mm-hmm. it's different. <laughs> but it's a, it's a very... If you look at British history, it's just all over the place. It's mm, really obvious. Yeah. So yeah, we're not blaming Japan specifically. It's because they're an island. It's not their fault. Right. But um, yeah. But then you tell them, it's like, you're not real Japanese. They're like, right. Oh, what are you? And that's their only pride. And so they're like, no. So in 1874, they come back mm-hmm. and they're like, <laughs> I bet they do. And they're like, hey, we want they stuff. Re- they return. And Queen Min is like, dude, tell them to leave again. Like, mm-hmm. it worked last time. Just get rid of them. But the king is, like, nervous because they came back again. Uh, they're, like, serious yeah. about it? Uh, right. He thought they'd just go away and never come back, and they, they didn't. Are they wearing pants this time? <laughs> yeah, they're wearing, like, <laughs> ninja outfits this time. <laughs> Samurai outfits. And so um, the king is like, okay, I'll sign a treaty with the Meiji Emperor just to not have problems, which is a big mistake. It's so weird. I... I I guess I don't know enough about the relationship between the three of them at the moment. I'm like, if you're paying tribute to someone else, doesn't that mean, like, Japan should go to China about this? Japan and China don't have good relationships either, and, uh, no. (laughs) They're just like, Korea's weak, and I might be able to take it from China, is their plan. Yikes. Mm Mm-hmm. 
so they're gonna. Something here doesn't feel legal <laughs> or good. <laughs> or good. But yeah, so Japan is like, cool, thanks for the tribute and the treaty. See you later. Mm-hmm. And uh, they fell for it. Leave. Um, but while they're leaving, they sail a gunship called Unio uh, into a restricted area on the southern island of Gangwa, which promote or prompts Korean defenses to open fire on them because nobody's supposed to be there. Right. And they don't know why that's <laughs> happening. So they're like, uh-oh. Amazing. And so in response, Japan sends a fleet of six naval vessels into Korean waters because now we're fighting. Yeah. It, um, it's war now. And so then Gojong is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Well, that escalated quickly. Scary. Mm. Um, and so instead of fighting Japan, which is always a mistake, um, he's like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, let's sign another treaty. <laughs> uh, uh, never mind. Here, I have another treaty for um, you. Which was modeled on the Kanagawa Treaty, which is the one that Japan signed with Matthew Perry. Uh, what? That's Commodore Matthew Perry. That's the guy's name mm. who busted in Japan and said, we, we get to be here now. Because you know who I was thinking of. <laughs> Chandler Bing. I'm like, eh, that's the treaty they signed with Chandler Bing. <laughs> mm. The famous treaty did with they, Chandler Bing. Did they sign something with Matthew Perry? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Don't remember that. No, he's, he's a famous commander who made them sign away their life. <laughs> Uh, could they sign any more treaties? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> I'm glad you thought so. Anyway, um, so under this new treaty, mm-hmm. Japan now has access to five Korean ports and all Korean waters. Oh, man, you let them into your port. Special trading status. Oh, man. And extraterritorial rights for Japanese citizens in Korea, which means <laughs> you you collapsed like nothing. Full like a house of cards. Holy crap. Which means that any Japanese people accused of crimes in Korea can only be tried under Japanese law. They are immune to local Korean Ooh. laws. Ooh, that's while tricky. in Korea. Ooh, I would have left that part out, maybe. I wonder if the Japanese mm. will punish themselves for bad things that they do in another country. To Koreans. Ha ha. Uh, I have a quote that wants you to know Koreans gained absolutely nothing from this treaty. <laughs> I mean, I guess they gained not being at war with Japan, but uh, gosh, you did not negotiate that super well. No. Um, and was, also, was your wife involved at all? She tried to get him to not do it, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, man. Um, but they also agreed to let Japanese people buy land in Korea, mm. which doesn't seem like that should be allowed ev- ever at all. It's like that's weird. like a way to purchase a country, isn't it? That that's slippery ground. Right. That's that's like it's not really your country anymore. And yet the Japanese are not satisfied, of course, because they are insatiable imperialists. And uh Korea's having a problem with Japan now because of that like land purchasing situation. Uh yeah. Japanese merchants are now buying land in Korea, selling Japanese goods, and the Korean merchants can't keep up. Mm-hmm. And so now Japan is basically providing them all the things they need and they're now dependent on them and Korea can't make money. Yeah. Whoops. That's what happens, guys. That's what happens. Like it's one thing if you're trying to encourage like immigrants, but that is clearly not what is happening. No. You can't have immigrants who are immune to your laws. No. And who can just 
take over. <laughs> who are who are taking over? So Min's like, you're a dumb moron, and is like, we need a. Pl-. But she's like very. Um, I appreciate her, and I like to feel that like I'm like this, and I feel connected to her through this. She's very like, okay, what can we do though? Mm-hmm. Like this is a bad thing. How can we fix it? You know, she's very like resourceful, and so I'm like, good for you. And she's like, what do we do to make this better? And her first step is, like, we need to modernize Korea because Japan's modernized, and that's why we're, like, afraid of them. And that's why mm-hmm. we could not beat them in a war if we tried. Nice. Um, so we need to, like, speed things up. Unfortunately, uh, Korea is dominated mostly by conservatives since they've been owned mm. so long by Qing China. Sure. Um, who is very conservative always. And so a lot of the people in court are like, I don't want to do that. That seems like a mistake. I don't want to be more like the Japanese. Uh, suck it. And they're like, it's it's a bad. <laughs> if you didn't want to be more like Japan, you shouldn't have invited them into your country. Right. Because right now, Japan is mostly you. Mm-hmm. So she sends out some people on fact-finding missions to other countries to see what they're doing mm-hmm. that, like, perhaps Korea could do. Um, which is fun, because I don't think before that Korea is doing a lot of, like... Uh, interaction with international powers you know they're kind mm-hmm. of restricted just to the local ones yeah and so i'm like you get to see how it's like other places they send people to russia to china they end up going i think to the uk and to america good I, for you always a good idea to get different perspectives yeah and to see like what they can do um before this they were known as the hermit kingdom mm-hmm. in korea yeah <laughs> and japan's like opening them up <laughs> Get a little uh, not anymore. Little um, crab pliers that you crack open the shells with. Yeah. So they and they're studying Western technology, modernizing their military, and studying uh, Western economic models too, because clearly they're doing something that works, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not. So uh, good on you. Uh, in 1882, there's a rebellion of the old guard military officers who are frustrated by these reforms mm-hmm. because they think it means that they're, like, going to get kicked out of the military, basically. Oh. I'm assuming they're, like, old men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, musty old generals. And they're used to the old way, and so now they're worried that, like, with the new way, they're going to be obsolete. They're going to have to, like, do something for once. Uh, and this is known as the emo incident. Um, is it? Yes. Uh, I-M-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it temporarily ousts Gojong and Min from the palace. Ooh, that's pretty serious. Yeah, they kick them out. And um, guess who comes back? <laughs> Taiwan oh, Gun no. is back to uh, be in charge. Not, bam, the, bam. not the filthy daddy. And dozens of Queen Min's relatives and supporters are executed. Oh, by no. Dark times. Dozens. Uh, and the foreign representatives are expelled from the capital. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You probably don't want to be there right now anyway. Um, I also had a different one that said it was the political upheaval of the Capson year of 1884 that drives them out. Whatever. One of those two. Something do. They get kicked out of their country. And so uh, they're, you know, elsewhere. I'm assuming they're in China. But I don't, it doesn't ever really say. It just says they're exiled. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm assuming they're in China. And they're like, well, that's not the coolest thing to be happening. Uh, That wasn't, like, ideal. And so uh, they send 
King Gojong sends ambassadors to China. I'm sure it should say Queen Min sends ambassadors mm-hmm. to China. And China is like, I'm sorry, Japan's doing what now? <laughs> Why weren't we informed sooner? Oh, hell nah. They're doing what? So they send 4,500 Chinese troops into Seoul and they arrest Taiwan gun. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, good. Um, and then they transport him to Beijing to be tried for treason. Because he worked with the Japanese to take over their mm. something that China owns. Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering why he's going to Beijing for treason, <laughs> there's China <laughs> owns Korea. It's very. It's a spider web of uh, loyalties. <laughs> yeah. And so then Queen Min and King Gojong go back to uh, Gyeongbokgung Palace. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, why didn't you contact China earlier? If you're already paying them money, they make them work for it. I mean, I'm sure there wasn't time before. Like, I think they didn't think it was going to be so intense. <laughs> and, like, oh, they, didn't no. kick, they didn't get kicked out of Korea by Japanese people. They got kicked out by Koreans. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the other thing. Like, they weren't expecting that to happen. Yeah, that's true. So they're like, yikes. Which is why they were like, hey, buddy, help us. Uh, hey, so it's really bad here. Yeah. In, uh, in Confucianism with China, China is always the older brother and uh-huh. you are the younger brother, whether you're Vietnam or Korea. And uh, so it's their job to protect you from the bullies, which is Japan. Mm-hmm. So they will happily do so if you just tell them. Yeah, just give them an excuse to kick Japan down. Then. In the nuts. Yeah. They, they will like it. Uh, so Queen Min, they're, they're back. You know, in charge again. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it says, like, you know, she was queen consort and then she's queen uh, regent. And then it's like there's a couple years in between. And then it's like now she's queen consort and then queen regent again. <laughs> she, like, lost her titles. But they're back. They're back. I was like, aren't those the same thing? And I was like, oh, it's when they get kicked out. I get it. That makes sense. <laughs> but so they're back. And they reverse everything that Taiwan Gun did immediately. Immediately. Done. Whatever he said, it's wrong. It's gone. So Queen Min, you know, just like new presidents. They're like, what was the old president doing? <laughs> Throw it away. Garbage. What did he do? Burn it. Yeah, we're done with it. Take it down. <laughs> Kill everyone he knew. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Destroy the letters. We're done. It's over. Yep. Burn his White House. Build a new one for me. <laughs> it's tainted. I want a new one. <laughs> so uh, they're back, and the Japanese ambassadors in Seoul are... All up in Gojong's business again. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, you want to sign this treaty? (laughs) What? You got to admire the the hope of even asking. Yeah. So they want them to to sign a Japan-Korea treaty of 1882. That's what it's called. It's not even a cool name. It's just their their country names. Want to sign another one? And he does. So Korea agrees to pay restitution for the Japanese lives lost and property during the emo incident. Because that's their fault, I guess. Come on. And to allow Japanese troops into Seoul so that they can guard the Japanese embassy. I'm Uh, sure that's why they're there. uh, And not for any other reason. Mm, It feels like you're backpedaling again. (laughs) Um, And he does this without Queen Min's knowledge. I was going to say, what does the Queen have to say? Also, what does China have to say? Yeah, the Queen, not involved in this at all. He just signs it. Stop. They corner him. Stop. They, they know what to do. Whoever yells loudest wins. So they're just like, corner him. <laughs> That's his, true. His wife's like taking a bath and they're like, Tynus, no! And she gets out of the bath and he's like, ah, uh, I did a bad thing. So Japan's going to have forces in Seoul now. And uh-huh. she's like, what? 
I was gone we for literally like an hour. Right. Like that was just like a regular bath length. That wasn't even like a nice bath. I hate you. <laughs> Why are you like this? Right. Just terrible. So then she's like, hey, China, help me. Um, and so what she does for China is she grants access to all of the ports that Japan still can't use <laughs> to China. There you go. And requests Chinese and German officers to help her modernize her army. Okay. I mean, if there's good anyone. Good choices. Good choices. <laughs> you picked well. Yep. Oh, and this is when she's sending people on their fact-finding missions. Um, she sends someone, like I said, to the United States. Uh, his name is Min Yong Ik of her Yong Yun Min clan. So he's her relative. And um, guess who he has dinner with? Mm-hmm. Walt Whitman. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Roosevelt. Uh, President Chester Allen Arthur. Oh, Allen hey. Arthur. I have, no, hey. I have no idea who's president right now. <laughs> Someone you didn't think existed. Also, I would have never guessed him because he isn't real. (laughs) But Min Young Eek talked to him. Now I'm questioning everything about this entire thing. (laughs) About this whole story. It's all fake. He had dinner with someone who isn't real. And what? So he reports back to Min. Mm -hmm. And I have a quote that he says, I was born in the dark. I went out into the light. And your majesty, it is my displeasure to inform you that I have returned to the dark. I envision a soul of towering buildings filled with Western establishments and will place herself above, back above the Japanese barbarians. We must take action, Your Majesty, without hesitation to further modernize this still ancient kingdom. So he was, like, really impressed with all the fast food in America. Yeah, he thought America was really cool. And he's like, we need to do that. Which, like, you know, um, it is now. Mm -hmm. Korea's that way now. So, like... You win. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> you, you're you're more that way than America. You did it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> you did it. You're welcome. I mean, we did help them, so there you go. Yeah. You're welcome. Not me. You're welcome, people. I mean. <laughs> you're welcome. The options are North or South Korea, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, in 1894, um, Korean peasants are getting all riled up. Like yeah. they tend to do. They tend to do. Um, so they rise up against the Goseon government. That's King Gojong's government. Um, what do they want? Rights? They want Food? less taxes, Haley. They're crushing tax burdens are placed upon them and they can't handle it. And um, this is also around the time of the Boxer Rebellion in China. So mm. peasants are just really angry in East Asia right now. Um, and... Uh, Korea is still, like, very anti-foreigner, and this Mm -hmm. just kind of bolsters that also, that they're like, look at all these people here who are ruining it for us. And then (laughs) Queen Min is, like, going to foreigners trying to get help, you Mm -hmm. know, and they're not, they're like, no, that's the mistake. Every time we bring foreigners in here, it ruins everything. Uh, kind of. Uh, One popular slogan of the time was, drive out the Japanese dwarves and the Western barbarians. Mm. Are they shorter? People call Japanese people dwarves a lot. I think it's just a word they use for them. Hmm. Um, they also like. I know the Chinese also call them monkeys. Sure. Uh, so hmm. yeah, okay. I think it's just what they. I think it's just like the common insult word at that point. Sure. I don't think they're actually shorter. I think they're about the same. <laughs> it's just like a general like imp troll yeah. kind just of like thing. Just like you're yeah you're less evolved than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. 
those people gather together and they run around and start taking over towns. <laughs> like you do. The peasants. And they get to Seoul and um, Queen Min's like, hey, we should talk to Beijing and get some help. <laughs> uh-huh. And then China sends uh, almost 2,500 soldiers to reinforce Seoul's defenses. But Japan's mad about that because they think that's a land grab. Like China's trying to get into their business, even though China owned it first. <laughs> right. And, and also, <laughs> that's what you're trying to do. It's like, hey, yeah. that- Land grabbing's what we're doing. You can't do what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. So they send 4,500 troops. Yikes, man. And um, (laughs) welcome to the Sino-Japanese War. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we're here. Whoa. (laughs) So that's basically what happens. Uh, China and Japan start fighting. And it's the first Sino-Japanese War, which means little tiny Japan beats giant humongous China. How is it possible? Says my professor, David Peets. (laughs) Very dramatic, that man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's great. It was so funny listening to him talk. And he, well, and he's, like, really into China. So it was like, how how could they defeat the glorious China? <laughs> this tiny, bitty <laughs> island. <laughs> it's me being like, how can Napoleon lose? <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty great. Um, yeah, so they start fighting. It's a bad time. Uh, even before the war starts, they... Korea tries to get England to come in and, like, broker a deal. Yeah. Like, a peace treaty before anyone's even really fought. And it doesn't work. No. Because they're like, get these foreigners out of here. No. We hate them. I thought England was an odd choice. But I guess they're in India, so it's not that weird. Uh, And they have dealings with China. I feel like England makes more sense for Japan. And, like, it's involved in China. If mm-hmm. I were Chinese, I would not want them anywhere near me. No, no. So in that sense, it's a very polarizing This is very option. around, like, opium war time. Yeah. So that's like, fun. They, uh, they drugged us up, and now it's terrible. Pretty much. And then they took all the tea and then absconded with it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so no one's happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bad. So the Japanese march to Seoul, and they capture King Gojong and Queen Min. And then China and Japan officially declare war. Because now they've taken... They took our king and queen. Something cleansing about having it be official. Yeah, now it's official. It's official now. So, uh, King, King, or Qing, I don't know how to say it. It's a Q. Um, Qing China deploys 60, or 630,000 troops to Korea. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's more than all of Korea. Yeah. You doubled the size of a country. As opposed to Japan, who only brings 240,000. Mm. That's too many people for Korea. <laughs> That's, like, too There's many There's not enough people. space. <laughs> what are you going to just, like, wa- like join link hands and walk in a line across the country? Yeah, they're going to play Red Rover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as I already said, uh, China loses. Mm-hmm. Japan's got way more modern army and navy equipment going on because of America. And so they just destroy them. You're welcome. <laughs> Whoops. Should have hung out with us earlier, China. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they hadn't, you know, had the drug problem with England, they might have had that too. Mm-hmm. But uh, all the Western powers have been real dicks to them. Yeah. And not that we haven't been a dick to Japan at this point, but Japan was like, hey, those guys crushed us. They're smart. Mm-hmm. Be like them. Be like so, them. Uh, Sorry. They, they got that, that special sauce of Whoops. destruction and, and we want some. And winning. So China signs a humiliating treaty of Shimonoseki on April 17th, uh, 1895, which recognized that Korea is no longer a tributary state of the Qing Empire. Okay. It's now Japanese. 
And that's how it do. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it also granted Liangdong uh, Peninsula, Taiwan, and the Pengu Islands to Japan. That's like a really bad treaty yeah. if you are not Japan. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good win. And Japan's getting that sweet taste of imperialism. Mm. They're like, oh, baby. That's when it gets real bad. Island nations are <laughs> obsessed with imperialism because they have nowhere to expand. Yeah, and then they start getting like pieces of them. And they're like, I want to do this forever. Oh, I want all of it. What if I got all of it, Give though? Give me more. Mmm, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And it, yeah, once again, not a Japan thing. Mm-hmm. England did it. Yeah. America kind of does it. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's true. Once, and, uh, once we reached past our full scape of land, we were like, can I have more? Hmm. Give me those Philippines. I wanted all of it, but now I want extra. And I want more. And for spiritually, America is an island. Yes. It. Yeah. And I mean... Even before that, we were reaching into, like, Mexico and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we stole, like, like, a whole bunch hey, of... Texas is mine. And they're like, no, it's not. And we're whole like, bunch yes, of Can- it is. A whole bunch of Canada and a whole bunch of Mexico. That's all As I much know. as we could get. <laughs> and then we were like, mm, what's over there? I apologize. I don't mean to keep making it about us. Yeah. Anyway, back to the east. Oh, and so not only do they have to give them all those islands, they agree to pay a war indemnity of 200 million silver tales to the Meiji government. Mm. It's like when you're playing Pokemon and then you lose and you have to pay someone money. You white it out. Like, and you have to pay that 12-year-old all your cash. And you have to give them your house. It sucks. (laughs) And your house and your neighbor's houses. It's terrible. Dang it. So uh, as many as 100,000 Korean peasants uh, get up and get mad, and they attack the Japanese. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Put all that, like, anger and direct it outwards. And they're slaughtered. Yeah. Destroyed. They don't have that weapons. Yeah. They're peasants. uh, The Chinese empire lost, so... So random Korean peasants aren't going to win. Like, what was your plan? Just they're mad. Yeah, that's true. Anger is not a planning emotion. (laughs) No. And Japan quickly writes a new constitution for Korea <laughs> and stocks its parliament with pro-Japanese Koreans. There you go. There um, you go. I mean, they're doing it smart, I guess. Yeah. And a large number of Japanese troops just hangs out in Korea indefinitely. Mm-hmm. We're just here now. I mean, why waste all the effort shipping people back and forth? So now Queen Min's go-to ally, China, is out. Yeah. Can't use them. Super out. So where does she look? Uh, Out. Or in. Okay. Or, Those are two options. <laughs> or up or down. Um, she goes, hey, Russia, mm. can you help us? That's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, you remember what I said mistake. at the very beginning about bears and tigers? <laughs> yep. That's Russia. Uh-huh. To get to Russia through Korea, you have to go through the bear and tiger land, and it's not good. So she meets with Russian emissaries. Who are very interested in Korea. Oh, I'm sure. And so oh, uh, yeah. she invites uh, Russian students and engineers to Seoul mm-hmm. to, like, get some Russians in there. Hey. Casually. Hey, you like this? Um, and she does her best to, like, uh, it's a stoke Russia's concerns about rising Japanese power. <laughs> hey, you want a port in the Pacific? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't if Japan's ruling stuff. She's like, look, the Japanese are getting real bad, and they're coming for you next. Remember... <laughs> So, wait, when does the 
Japanese-Russian war happened. The Russo-Japanese war in a little bit. Oh, so that's after this. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, you shouldn't, because uh, getting ships there is going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It happens in, like, it's like 19... 19- uh, 10 or 12, it's like in there somewhere. it's uh, Romanovs. This is like 1895 right now, I think. So it's coming up. It's it's a coming. Mm-hmm. It won't be good. It's, uh, it doesn't work. It's going to be very this embarrassing. This is planting the seeds for that to happen eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. That she's like, dude, they're going to get you. They're, they're going to get you. And I love her like campaign of paranoia to Russians because there's nothing better to get Russians to oh, do yeah. what you want them to do than yeah. to make them think that everyone's going to destroy them. Mm-hmm. Immediately, because it's, it's it. happened, and they they take it seriously. <laughs> they really do, and they're easy to spook. Mm-hmm. Gotta spook them. Sometimes they spook themselves about nothing. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. So, uh, people, you know, the Japanese are like not super cool with Russia hanging out. Yeah, they don't like Russians being here. They're that's weird. Like you know, like I said earlier, like. <laughs> the Japanese, like, don't love other people, but they really don't like people. Like, the farther away you are, <laughs> yeah. the less they like you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're much more into Koreans and into Chinese people than they are into, like, you know, Russians. They're, like, gross. Russians. Gross. And they already have defeated, like, a giant, you know, a giant superpower nearby them. They don't want to have to deal with Russia, too. Mm-hmm. Which, at this time, isn't doing that badly. Right. This is, like almost peak russia time in the entirety of their history right this is the the russian renaissance yeah so it's uh, they're not excited about that they're like they don't need to be here it's not good and so uh since they know that queen min is talking to russia the japanese start talking to taiwan gun and they're like (laughs) hey buddy which like how is he not dead how is he still alive i don't know how is he not murdered immediately he should have died for treason in china is it treason always a death sentence (laughs) apparently not like i feel like it's a death sentence in america but right (laughs) now probably uh but so he's like hey taiwan gun uh japanese are like you want to come help us uh, and like I said earlier, Taiwan Gun is very, like, old school, mm-hmm. right? He's very into Confucianism, so he likes China, even though they've been, <laughs> like, yelling at him and putting him in jail. He likes them and, like, their ideals better than Japan. He's never been yeah. into Japan. Mm-hmm. The, all the Japanese things have made him mad. But it's like uh, like those old, like an old uh, boxing movie mm-hmm. where you have to go to, like, that old nemesis you had. It's yep. like, want to go in for one more fight? Yeah. Defeat the person you never got to defeat. I have a quote that says, Although he hated the Japanese, uh, the Taiwan gun detested Queen Min even more. And so he's like, sure, I'll help you. Get rid of them. That creature that I created. Uh-huh. I know. It's like, me. at the beginning, when I heard that he chose Queen Min personally, I was mm-hmm. like, he chose his own villain. It's like uh, Batman. It's beautiful. It's like the Joker choosing Batman. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's so good for me. Like, it makes it feel fake almost. Yeah. But it's not. It's, it's too good of a story, but, uh, you know. But it's real. Sometimes history, like, just what, <laughs> what literally happened is the best story. Yeah. Like, that's always makes me kind of sad. Like, that, like, I was a little bummed in Hamilton when there were things in there that I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I understand, because you want to make it more, like, interesting. And you have to kind of, like condensed characters and yeah. moments and stuff. So it's not like I'm trying to crap on Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's beautiful. But I always think that, like, the real thing is more interesting mm-hmm. than, like, the dramatized version of whatever it is. Right. 
It's because it's like this really was how it was. This happened. And it's crazy. It's real. And if you've listened to any other episodes of our podcast, you know that sometimes the real thing, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> and it's like to the point that you're like, no one would write this because it's so stupid or it's mm-hmm. so like ridiculous that people would be like, this isn't believable. This isn't believable. And that's the real thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, so Taiwan Gun's like, sure, I'll help the Japanese. And so in the fall of 1895, there's a Japanese ambassador to Korea. His name is uh, Miura Goro, and he formulates a plan to assassinate Queen Min. Wow. Uh, It's called Operation Fox Hunt. Because she's foxy. Oh, my gosh. So a thousand Korean soldiers of the Huli Yondai, led by Lieutenant Colonel Wu Byung-seong, uh, and Lieutenant Colonel Yi Du Huang, <laughs> Wu Beyonce, <laughs> Wu Beyonce, young, um, had surrounded the gates of the palace, and they just allow the Japanese Ronin to come in. Hmm. Just let them in. Yeah, go ahead. Korean soldiers mm-hmm. just let them in. Just let them in. Casual, cool. And so uh, I have a quote. This says, according to eyewitnesses, a group of Japanese swordsmen dressed in robes um, go in and the Japanese resident minister, General Miyagoro, uh, go, they go into the palace. They take over. This one says they overtake the guards. The other one says they let them in. So mm. it's like, well, it depends okay. on who you talk to. Um and they burst into the empress's chambers. Mm. Now, uh, at this time, it says Korean women, especially royals, live in intense secrecy. So you don't know where their room is usually. Sure. So it takes them a while to find her. <laughs> just busting into rooms, being like, is she in here? <laughs> Every time they're like, Queen Min. And then she's, it's like a broom closet. <laughs> they're like, it's not, okay, everyone reset. Yep, Gotta yep, do it go again. again go ahead. Queen Min, male bathhouse. <laughs> Dang and it. they're like, do you know where she is? And they're like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. They but won't tell us. If we keep doing it, eventually it's going to be super eventually dramatic. We'll get there. And it's going to be awesome. And finally, they bust into a room, find some women. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where is she? Or are one of you her? Because we don't know what she looks like. <laughs> they don't know what she looks like. No. Oh, my gosh. That's why you, you have to keep yelling, Queen Min. <laughs> and you have to just, like, take all the women. Just, like, wait until someone turns around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and apparently they also, like, in the in the palace have trap doors and escape routes. Oh, my God. For Pardon, the queen yeah. to get away. Yeah. So it's, like, really hard to find her. The queen shoots. And even if they get in the room, she might just be able to get away. Um, and according to some Russian eyewitnesses, so they're, like, a little more unbiased <laughs> in this case. <laughs> they're just like, this, this stuff's crazy. They then burst into the queen's wing and threw themselves upon the women they found there. They pulled them out from inside the, their windows by the hair and dragged them across the mud, questioning them, saying, mm. where's Queen Min? <laughs> She's in the queen's chute. You'll never find her. They also, pr- I think, pretty easily find King Gojong. His, his stuff's not hidden. He's still, like, drawing uh, in but, a notebook. Yeah, but they don't harm him. They just, like, hold him. And he's like, okay. Um, they attack the queen, sleeping quarters. And like I said, they drag her, her and her attendants out, three or four ladies. And um, they question the women to make sure that they had queen men. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not sure. So yeah. they're like, <laughs> just make sure we have her. Um, and then they slash them with swords, strip them, and rape them. Yeah, this is the usual. Gay old time. Mm-hmm. And um, they display the queen's body to several foreigners in the area. Her dead body. Yeah. Cool. Mm. And um, particularly to Russians, so they knew their ally was dead. 
<laughs> oh, yikes. Whoa. Hmm. Japanese people are scary sometimes. They go ham. <laughs> it's frightening. Uh, yeah, what well, we said about Hello Kitty, but it's like murder. Yeah, you, they're funneling all their effort into just being too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to be a warrior people, and it was scary. So, uh, they carry her body to the forest outside the palace walls. Then they douse her with kerosene and burn her body and scatter her ashes. Which I don't think is, like, the nice way to dispose of her body. The, uh, the filth dad had explicit instructions of what to do because he's taking no chances. Yeah, he's like, please burn her corpse. Uh, I have a quote from a couple historians here, some of whom like Queen Min, some of whom don't. But they all kind of come to the same conclusion. See if you can tell which is which. Uh, historian of Japan Peter Deuce has called assa- the assassination a hideous event crudely conceived and brutally executed. Mm. Uh, whereas Donald Keene, who calls the queen an arrogant and corrupt woman, says that the way in which she was murdered was nonetheless unspeakably barbaric. Mm. So even people who don't like her are like, yikes, dude, that was a bit much. I was like a lot. Hmm. Uh. Uh, and I'm going to let you know just now, a lot of people have a lot of conflicting feelings about her. Who's surprised? <laughs> a powerful woman has made people have different emotions. Incredible. Weird. So part of me is surprised because I thought this was going to end up with her escaping. Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. She dies. She dies. But we're not done. In the aftermath of her murder, Japan denies involvement. <laughs> How? How did you? What? While also pushing King Gojong to posthumously strip her of her royal rank. Now that she's dead, they're like, make it so she's not queen anymore. (laughs) I'm like, what? Like, I think you already did that. They're like, no, we weren't there. But my quote says, for once, he refused to bow to their pressure. Her death has made King Gojong be like, no. You did what to my you queen? Can, you can have nothing now. No. And I'm like, I hate that it took you that long, but I'm also very proud of you. This that, is like, good. This is good character building for you. That I feel like you're growing as a person. Your wife died, but it's okay. You you did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I failed to mention earlier, it will come up in a minute. They did have a son. Oh, okay. That, that lived. Um, one. Be, I was going to be like, it doesn't make sense for them to, like, pressure to take away her title unless there's an heir. Yeah, he has a son. Okay. So there's a reason, but still. She's already dead, just whatever. Uh, the international outcry about Japan's killing a foreign sovereign mm-hmm. uh, forces the Meiji government to stage show trials. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, but only people who are, like, barely involved are convicted of anything. Yeah. Uh, including Ambassador... Miura Goro, who's in charge of this mission, um, is acquitted for lack of evidence. Yeah, I mean, what evidence? We Those ashes? That could be anyone. Whatever. <laughs> those ashes could be anyone. So in 1896, Gojong and the crown prince are, uh, they, they go to the Russian embassy to hide. Okay. In Seoul. Because <laughs> they're scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Taiwan gun is back! Oh, Yay! No. And he rules as Japan's figurehead in Korea um, for less than two years, though, uh, before he's ousted, apparently because he lacked commitment to the Japanese plan for modernizing Korea. Because he doesn't care about them. He doesn't like them. He just wants to be in charge. He just hated Batman more. Yeah. But now Batman's dead, and he's like, whatever, I can do whatever I want. And they're like, no. No, you Goodbye. can't. You can't, though. So in 1897, Gojong comes out of internal exile, retakes the throne with Russia's help. 
uh, and declares himself emperor of Korea. Mm-mm. He's not king anymore. Now he's emperor. Very firm. Because Japanese people have an emperor. Now I'm emperor. <laughs> yeah, separate from that. Ha ha. Uh, he also orders a careful search of the woods where his queen's body was burned, and they turn up a single finger bone. Oh. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's my wife. That, there she is. Um, he, I, I still love you, he, finger bone. Yeah, he just like, cuddle with it at night. <laughs> I miss you. Tell me what to do. <laughs> Whispers, <laughs> tell me what to do, finger bone. The finger bone speaks to me. My queen. She wears always it, wears knew it what around was his best. neck and kisses it. <laughs> um, so he organizes an elaborate funeral for his wife, featuring 5,000 soldiers, thousands of lanterns, and scrolls enumerating Queen Min's virtues and <laughs> giant wooden horses to transport her to the afterlife. I thought you said squirrels instead of scrolls. No. Giant <laughs> Giant squirrels that are saying her virtues. (laughs) What? Whoa. (laughs) He's really into her. Korean funerals are badass (laughs) and very strange. And, like, but all of this, I'm like, this is very sweet because, like, obviously he did really care about you. Mm Because I don't think he's doing this for show. It doesn't Mm -hmm. help him in any way. Right. He's like, go look for her. I loved her. Like, find her stuff. It's done. You have an heir. You don't need to do this. Right. He's like, she took care of us and I loved her. And I'm like, oh, that's very nice. Yeah. And you were kind of the perfect husband for her, except for that sometimes you didn't listen and it ruined your country. Yeah. But, like, that you were, like, soft and controllable was very good for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and good for Korea in general, except that you were also controllable by foreign powers. Yeah. Which is a problem. Uh, she also receives the posthumous title of Empress Myeongseong. So she becomes an empress after she's dead. Nice. Yeah. Um, so Crown Prince Sunjong. Uh, is their son, obviously, and he is mad that they murdered his mom. Yeah, and and specifically, he's very upset about Korean involvement. Like, obviously, the Japanese wanted to kill his mom. That's yeah. n- that's they're the enemy. It, yeah, it's one thing for the enemy to do it, but it's like, yeah, it's you know, treason. Those thousand, yeah, those thousand soldiers that it's, just let them in. It's betrayal. He is not happy about, and so he is going after Wu Byung Siang specifically, and he sends uh, an assassin to kill him. Um, and he accuses Wu as the foe of mother, is what he calls him. And this is a good time to be an assassin. Yeah, dude. There Everybody's is. getting assassinated. <laughs> there is money to be made. <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, in addition to that, he sends two assassins to kill him. Um, and they succeed in doing that in Hiroshima, Japan in 1903. Well, there you go. So he gets him back. Um, and then, and by that time, I guess Wu had married a Japanese woman. He had moved to Japan, uh, because obviously it's not safe in Korea. Um, and they had a son named Wu Zhang Chun, who later became an acclaimed botanist and agricultural scientist. So good for him. Huh. (laughs) I thought it was going to be came, became like a warlord, and it was like right. He's a botanist, and then sent an assassin back, and then there's just like yeah. a game of chess. But no, he he just became a soft plant boy. <laughs> he's like, I just want to plant things. I just like plants. <laughs> they killed my dad, and I just mm. want to play with plants. Look at the leaves; <laughs> they're beautiful. I really like berries. So, um, the court draws closer to Russia because they want help mm-hmm. from Japan. Um, 
But this comes to an end because of the defeat of Russia in the Russo-Japanese War. Dramatically. And suddenly the (laughs) Russo-Japanese War makes sense. Now we know why. Because it was like they want a port or something? I don't really get it. I mean, it's cool to like be there, but... (laughs) They're mad because the Japanese moved to a port or something? I don't remember what happened. (laughs) Just stay home. Like, I need to like, I need to re-listen to the beginning of that episode where I'm trying to explain to you why it happened. And I'm like, I don't know, really. Uh, They're just mad. They're just mad. (laughs) Because I didn't know any of this. Yeah. So then now I'm like, ah, okay. Ah, they've been involved. Okay. So, yeah, that happens in 1910, goes really badly for Russia. And, you know, that just means Korea's SOL. Mm-hmm. Um, but Queen Min, she remains, uh, I have a quote that says, an honored, if somewhat controversial figure in Korea to this day. Um, the Gyeongbokgung Palace, which translate in English as the Palace of Shining Happiness, has undergone uh, restoration. That's where they used to live Mm -hmm. because they got destroyed. (laughs) So uh, Uh it's undergone extensive restoration and is now open to the public. So you can go there now. Oh, cool. Which is cool. Uh, It houses the National Folk Museum of Korea and the National Palace Museum of Korea. Queen Min is buried east of Seoul in Honggyung. Yeah, Honggyung. Okay. Um, you can also apparently visit her birth home. It's at 71 Myeongseong Ro, Yeongju Si, Gyeonggi Do. I'll make a note. <laughs> so, of if it. you want to go there, guys, that's where you go. <laughs> so, during Japanese rule there, uh, the Empress is wrongly accused. Uh, this, I have a quote. It says, she's wrongly accused of being a jealous and overly ambitious person. <laughs> How dare. That's so rude. Uh, studies of various archives have since revealed what a great person she really was. I wonder if this person likes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, numerous television productions and musicals have also corrected those misunderstandings. Oh, there so there's go. a musical all about her called The Last Empress. There's a TV show. They had a Korean drama about her. It, in like, it would be perfect in like for the a 2000s. Drama. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, and it had a lot of episodes. It was like 120 something episodes. Sure. So it's long. Yeah. Um. And yeah, no, it'd be amazing for a drama. I'm way into it. Like they should do one that I can watch easily. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm gonna try to look this one up, but I don't think it's gonna be accessible on mm-hmm. the internet for me in America. Yeah, not without like a lot of cash or a lot of hard work. Yeah. So uh, make one that I can watch. Mm-hmm. Make one for Netflix, please. Put it on Netflix. Just put it on Netflix and give it, you know, subtitles. Netflix has so many Korean dramas. Do that one. Please. Please. Anyway, in October 1909, so this is before the Russo-Japanese War, mm-hmm. but, like, very soon, you know, within 10 years of, like, when Min died-ish, uh, or, like, 15, maybe, uh, this guy named An is on an Imperial Japanese... Like, he's following Imperial Japanese guards on a railway station, Mm -hmm. Um, and Ito Hirobumi is there, who I think is the emperor of Japan at the time. And um, he shoots Ito three times with a pistol on the railway platform, and he also shoots Kawagami Toshihiko, who is a Japanese consul general, Morita Jiro, who is a secretary of Imperial Household Agency. Oh, what? And Tanaka Seitaro, who is an executive of South Manchuria Railway. Um, And they're all seriously injured. But after the shooting, An yells out for Korean independence in Russian, stating... Uh, 
I can't say it in Russian, so I'm just going to say what he says in English. <laughs> yeah. Korea. Hooray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and waving a Korean flag. Woohoo. Is it, di- what do they say for Korea? Is it not Korea? Um, it looks like this. I mean, is it going to be in Cyrillic? I- yeah. Oh, okay. Well, kind of. It looks like Koper. Yep. <laughs> um, but the reason I bring this up is because when he was asked why he did this, <laughs> because he did assassinate the uh, Japanese emperor. You did kill the emperor. So they were like, why you do that? Um, which, mm-hmm. like, if it's not enough that he's Korean and it's the Japanese emperor, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of there's a why explanatory. But the number one reason he says is Min's assassination. That's his yeah. first reason. Well, he's like, know. you killed her, and so now I'm gonna kill you because fair is fair. Yeah. Um, so, like, clearly, even though it's at that point been like 15 years or so since she died, like, mm-hmm. it's still affecting people. Yeah. They're still, they have a lot of feelings still. Enough to make them assassinate people. Uh, assassinate a uh, living god. Major yeah. leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, in May 2005, 84-year-old Tatsumi Kawano uh, is the grandson of Kut- Kunitomo Shigiaki. Uh, and he paid respects to Empress Myeongseong, or Queen Min, at her tomb uh, in South Korea. He apologized to her on behalf of his grandfather, who Aww. was involved in her death. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so, like, and that was in 2005. Like, that was yeah. recently. It's very recent. Uh, and in 2009, Korea uh, organized, <laughs> Korea uh, Korean organizations are trying to sue the Japanese government. Oh, man. In 2009. Oh, For man. their documented complicity in the murder of Queen Min. I have a quote that says, Japan has not made an official apology or repentance a hundred years after it obliterated the Korean people for 35 years through the 1910 Korea-Japan Annexation Treaty, the statement said. Uh, the lawsuit is filed... Uh, or it says will be filed. I assume it's filed by now. It was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Japanese government does not accept their demands, that the Japanese government issue a special statement uh, offering the emperor's apology and mentioning whether it will release related documents on the murder case. I will be pleasantly surprised if anything's done about that. Yeah, I. that was the most recent thing that it had said, so I doubt it. Mm-hmm. They don't like apologizing. I mean, no one does. Nobody does, but ugh, they really don't. Nobody does, yeah. Um, especially for something so old. It's mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's over. Um, there's a commem- commemorative monument now at the site of the room where the Empress studied as a child, so mm-hmm. at her home. Uh, and the the memorial hall in front of the house contains various archives and artifacts related to her life. There's also a sixty or six a hundred and sixty one seat theater there. What a badass boss! Yeah, nice. So she's pretty cool. So like she's pretty cool, and that's uh, a good time. She like got stuff done. I mean, it wasn't a good time, but you know, yeah. Yeah, she got stuff done. She was cool beans, and then she was a finger bone. Yeah, but you know. Who among us isn't? That whispered secrets into the king's <laughs> ear. <sighs> tell me what to do. Tell tell me like you once did. He's so lost, poor boy. <laughs> he needs a strong a strong voice to tell him what to do. He does. Uh, so there you go. That's Queen Man. I don't know if it was super funny, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chandler being made an appearance, <laughs> so it's pretty funny. 
I just love. <laughs> Can there be any more murder? I love how often Taiwan Gun comes back <laughs> randomly. It's incredible. Like, like, like we won't. I like. I hadn't talked about him for like you know fifteen thirty minutes, and then all of a sudden I'm like, he's back, and it's like what? Right. It's it's like it's one of those things that makes it seem like it's like it was written like instead of right. Because if it was real, surely they would have just killed him. Nah. But no, he re- they didn't get a body. He came back as a returning <laughs> villain. But he came back. But he came back. <laughs> Baby, come back. That's a that's the quote from um or that's that's a clip from uh what is it called? Bill mm-hmm. Wurst's uh like history of everything oh, about yeah. Napoleon. <laughs> and then they exiled him. But he came back. <laughs> I was imagining, because, uh, you know, he's a traitor, so he should be under some kind of arrest. Yeah. Which means the Japanese would have had to have a heist to get him out. Mm. Pop, possibly. Yeah. Pop, pop, possibly. Pop, pop, possibly. Oh, man. And that was just fun because I just learned so much Korean history because I didn't know nothing. And then I just was like, oh, it's sad. <laughs> Uh, it's like a pretty rough time. Oh, it's a bummer. It is a rough time. But, um, you know, good for you, Korea. Doing what you can do. Causing the Russo-Japanese war good times. <laughs> keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And you know what? Half of you doing great now. <laughs> Half of you doing so good. We're so proud of you. And, uh, you know. You're welcome. Cut that out. We love you, South Korea. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> You're great. Uh, yep. Well, <laughs> this is Hysterical History. Yeah, email us, hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd really appreciate it. Tell them how much history was in this episode. Wow. It was so much. We gave so many years. I said so many names that I can't pronounce. And we gave you dates, which means it's history. That's right. Maybe that's what they were mad about. They're like, they didn't give me any dates. Sometimes the the sources don't give me dates. I almost like, always put the dates in there if there's sources because I like to put them in, you know, chronological order. Yeah. So if there's a date, then I'm like, cool. Most of the time I don't do the dates or I'll just like, I'll I'll know what it is and I'll make a note of the, the time period. Sure, yeah. Because the year itself is usually not very interesting. Right, but like the date will tell you like what's happening around. Mm-hmm. What's happening everywhere else. Get an idea of it. Oh, yeah. And Japan, I didn't mention this, I guess it was earlier, but Japan owns Korea then until the end of World War II. <laughs> yeah. When imperialism kind of like a, like a, like a bad uh, pastry that kind of sinks in on yeah. itself when it's not baked enough. For like 50 years. And uh, Great Britain had to give back all it, the land it stole. <laughs> and Japan had to give back all the land it stole. France. And France had to give up all the land. Everybody's got to give it up. And man, let's not even talk about what Germany had. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Thanks for listening today. We hope you enjoyed it. You learned a lot. And, you know, Queen Min is a hero. She's so good. She's pretty great. And she has great hair. It's amazing. I'm going to post some pictures of Queen Min. She's beautiful. She just looks amazing. Larger than life hair. And you were, you were saying that that's what they base Star Wars hair on? Uh, yeah. I feel like a mix of like Mongolian and Korean royalty is like what Queen Amidala's yeah. main inspirations were. Very cool. 
yeah, her makeup is very um, East Asian kind of looking, and yeah, her headdress too. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Space Asia with Caucasian actors. Spasia. Spasia. <laughs> oh, I would love to see Space Asia with Asian actors. <laughs> with like real Asia. That'd be a good time. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. bye. 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 bye.